According to the trash website Rotten Tomatoes, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 has a 23% rating. With the consensus, it's a case of one sequel too many for the heroes in a half shell, with a tired time travel plot gimmick failing to save the franchise from rapidly diminishing returns. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. This is when will it end. The podcast will set the historical record straight about the third and thus far, I would say, finest film in the series. In the series. I'm okay. Josh. Not ever. Let me I was going to say, this is insane. Let's dial that back. Not the best uh-huh. movie ever. Okay. We're not talking about Speed Racer, which is not a franchise yet. Don't touch it. I won't. No, I'm not talking to you. Oh. I'm talking to everybody. What about the Wachowski siblings? They could retouch it. Can't they? Speed Racer 2. Wait, is that a retouch? Uh, they could, you know, bring it back with that subtle hand that they're so known for. And they've built such studio uh, support behind their work at this point. Like, yeah. Okay. It's when will it end? It's a podcast. I have a head cold. I'm Charles. I'm Josh. Hi. So what we do is we watch a uh, film franchise from start to finish. And if it sounds... <clears throat> oh, fuck. It sounds like I'm... We've already done this. We've done this. It sounds like we're we're making our own shitty sequel. Yeah. And- so we... Okay. So we have a guest... I originally was about so close to sucking his cock, but now I'm not sure I will. Josh, would you mind introducing our guest? I'm going to go outside yeah, and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, Charles is going to just suck one down, but of the tobacco variety. Yeah, not a Mike cock. Not Mike's dick, right. Um, yes, uh, it's a podcast. We watch a whole f- series of movies. It's a franchise thing. We love it, baby. And we start with the first one. We make our way to the second <laughs> one. And now we stop here at the third one. And yep, this is the one. And we're re-recording this entire episode because of our guest, who I love very dearly. Charles, I don't know. I think it's been a real peak and valley thing with Charles and, and my brother, Mike Landy. He's our guest today on the show. Mike, welcome to the show again. You know... I, I think it's great to be here, um, but maybe only for me now. That's possible. It is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm dying, Mike. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he's sick. I'm, I'm more than. So remember, I, I'm more than willing to admit to the audience that it is entirely my fault that we need to re-record. So, apologies. Oh, that's there. big of you, Mike. <laughs> he oh, might. He, he might be willing. He might be willing. Oh eh? well. Well, so, how can we negotiate with you, Mike? You certainly seem to have the upper hand now. Remember that totem pole I was talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that I'm negotiating from a position of strength here. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Now, my, would you say the ghost of our dead dog is now above Mike? Or where? <laughs> oh, God, of course. So before the ghost of your dead dog was above Mike. Oh, okay. Now he's just below Scout. Oh, wow. So under the current living horrible dog. Yes. Okay. I mean, the sad thing is that I completely agree with you in the context of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. So, Mike, you're a longtime listener, first time participant. How does it feel to be on the other side of the curtain? I mean, it's magical. I mean, t- truth be told, it would be better if I were in the studio. But uh, nonetheless, it's like I'm basking in the glow of your your charisma, both of you. Oh, that's well said, Mike. Well said. Yes, if only you were in this small, hot room we've been in for the last <laughs> hour now, under the fluorescent lights, as I rasp out the last of my dying voice for this stupid <laughs> bullshit. Jeez. You know what makes it worse is that because we're on the phone, I can hear everything you say twice, as you can hear me probably. Yes. And it's just, it's very confusing. Right. It's like we're living in hell, Michael. And why? Why, Michael? For you, Mike. Why it's is all hell for you, Mike? 40 minutes longer than it had to yeah, be? Yeah. No, it's, it's my fault. Uh, so here's what happened. We recorded 40 minutes of uh, this episode once before, and Mike hadn't been recording. Um, I desperately pleaded with Josh to just release the episode as it was but he decided to start over again so we're back we're gonna time travel once more 
We're going to grab the scepter. But you know what's just cool? This is actually cool, Papa Mike. I don't, I don't blame you for anything because this, this is what would happen if we time travel because the listener... Oh, just, this is good. This, they just see the world that exists now. We are in the ripple of the original time incident, which we'll refer to Michael's complete fuck up as. <laughs> I think... Uh, and this is the other reality. It's like the multiverse. I think you got to remember that the, the, the real valuable part of time travel in this movie was not going too into depth into how <laughs> it would really affect the present. I think that's something you don't want to cross into, guys. They mentioned it. They said... Shut up, Papa Mike. They said... Uh, what if we get killed in the past, bro? Are we gonna not get born in the future? Dude, he like ate a frog and was like, uh, "Did I, did I, did I ruin ruin our future? Did I eat one of my ancestors' dogs?" And it's like you dumb shit. You're a fucking turtle. <laughs> what are you stupid? Yeah, he is pretty stupid. They're fur- fucking turtles, man. They're not that smart. Oh god, we have to re- recap all the smart shit we said again, but like a little bit with less energy and less joy in our eyes. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's like when. Uh, when I was at Hampshire and I was writing creative fiction, I was really good at it. But sometimes you like write and then you'd lose it and you'd have to try to rewrite what you wrote and it's never as good. Do you know what I feel like right now? How do you feel? I feel like Niles. I feel like Niles. Get the turtles, he said. Feed me birds, he said. Get the woman, he said. Get out of me way, you bloody fool. I think- so I'm glad you brought up Niles because I propose this to the two of you yes. and me. Proposing it to you and you and me. We didn't talk at all about Niles. How about I we think just we do a real Niles centric episode now? Because <laughs> I was about to bring him up. Niles made it pretty clear that he might be a virgin. Whoa, Wait, okay. we missed this. Yeah, Mike, unpack that. Uh, we speak, of course, of the angel of this movie, a Satan named Niles. A lout, I would say. Is that fair to say? A slovenly lout. Unfortunate pillar of its comic integrity. Um yeah, no, Niles has no game. Um <laughs> makes a lot of reference to that when he's talking about uh when they first meet April. He's like, uh well, I guess it never really worked out with me and a lady or something. You remember this? He says that's the first. That's not the first time someone's pretended to fuck. Yeah, there you go. Like I think, I think, uh, I think Niles is a virgin. Or into some twisted shit. Wait, is he an incel? Do you think? Oh yeah, he seems incel. He seems incel. I mean, he he's like the right hand man to a, a, a gun dealing colonialist pig. So I feel like maybe. I don't want to get too grim here, but it strikes me that maybe Walker and his men are rather untoward in general. Like they're pretty comfortable in trying to wipe out an entire village of, of innocent people. So the idea that he's... I imagine Niles has seen some, some stuff in his day, if you catch my drift. I, didn't, I don't catch it. Can you explain? I think Niles is a torturer. I think Niles is a murderer. And I think Niles is likely a rapist. So you think you disagree with Papa Mike? Oh no no no! I I I mean you know from from uh, I think the only thing that I'm working out on is that 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 Niles has not had consensual sex. I think I'm willing to meet you halfway on that, Josh. Let me ask both of you this: um, Wet Willies. I didn't know they existed until this movie. Yeah, I know. I was doing dry willies my whole life until I saw this movie. Mike, you wet willied me once. I did. You piece of shit. <laughs> I did minimum. I did that minimum like ten times, Josh. Did you learn it from uh, Turtles Three? Absolutely. Wow. So this is the source of my trauma. <laughs> Some of my drama. It's really just... It's just the t- tip of the iceberg, Josh. I don't know if this is like the source of your drama, right? So Mike is my brother. We watched this movie again, as we said, uh, in an eerily reminiscent uh, moment earlier tonight. Uh, we've seen this movie an absolute shit ton of times, which is why he's our, our guest for the episode. Mike, what were your memories of this movie from our childhood? And, and what resonated with you rewatching it today? 
Okay, the stuff that stands out. One, Edo period Japan. Two, some of the comic bits with, like, chopping up the Walkman and uh, and the guys playing hockey together. Um, three, the return of Casey, who is fucking awesome. Um, that's the stuff that stands out. Uh, I, I did not remember by the time we reached the end of the movie exactly how they got back to uh, New York, um, since it had been a solid probably 20 years since I had last seen this movie. I remember as a kid thinking this was the, the longest, most intense movie ever made. This is a tight 90. I was like, this is a fucking this epic. A tight 90 here. It's 96 technically, but I think we'll give it the 10-minute window and say, yes, this qualifies as a yeah, tight yeah, 90. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. We'll give it the window. Yeah. If Austin Powers 2 gets the window, this gets the window. Absolutely. And I'm happy you brought up Austin Powers 2. We were talking in the last episode about how, you know, maybe... Uh, Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, was really too caught up in its own hype. It was a little bit too obsessed with its own presence in the culture. So it's a little bit more glib. It's a little bit more shallow. The pathos is gone. Charles, did you think that this movie returned? Because you were out after two. You told me, you looked me in the eyes, and you said, when will it end, baby? I said that. Right. Yeah. Are, are you back in with this one? Did this? I mean, that's a big transition to make. Can you, ask, can you set me Charles, up for this? Are you asking... When will it end? No, I was going to do the John Wick thing again, but no. When you you could have said like, "Are you back?" Oh, oh yeah. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk, Charles. I'm. I, I are you are you back? Do you like the movie? Back. <clears throat> Boy, being on the inside the and seeing back? this pre-edit is pretty rough, guys. Do you know what? this is good. Yeah, yeah, Papa Mike. <laughs> I think I'm thinking I'm back in the movie. I'm back in the movie. <laughs> That's actually pretty good, Charles. I got to give it to you. Thank you, Papa. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. What's cool is that the audience members don't know why I'm calling him Papa Mike. That's true. But they're just going. They just have to go along with it because it's real now. Audience, I am a father. I feel like a wizard. Do you? Yeah. I mean, most days I feel like a wizard. Sure. But now, especially seeing the way I've affected. Space time. Charles has explained a lot to me about wizards and chads and stuff, so I do understand now, you know, how in or that wait, di- paradigm. Today I feel much more like a, what are the things, wizard, like crows, when they make a crow? When they make a crow. A, yeah. A, 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 uh, what, what are their side? You know this, Papa. Are you talking about like a familiar? A familiar. Yes. I feel like the familiar because at the end of the day, which could be the beginning of the day, after all this time travel, it was really Papa Mike that fucked up the space-time continuum. Yeah, Mike, you were the inciting incident that, that destroyed our uh, reality, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like the second Back to the Future movie. We showed up back in the future and everything was just fucked. So unlike Biff's timeline, this is Papa Mike's timeline. Right, it still is bad. Right. Yep. This is a bad timeline. But we can fix it, guys. This is the plot. We can fix this. We have to go back in time. Oh, my God. We have to go back. We have to get the time scepter. Yeah. Who's got the time scepter? We got to find it. Guys, I just put you in your own little movie. You're welcome. Mike, go check check the crib crib. Check the crib. Mike, wake your child and put him on the podcast now. (laughs) Where's the scepter, Noah? Noah. (laughs) Noam. Uh, uh, Dios mios. You know, he might hear this when he's older. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Wow. Oh, my God. I continue to feel like a wizard that a small boy will hear this in the future one day. I will be dead. Mike, he looks so smug right now. It's sickening. I'll be dead. (laughs) I'm imagining my own death, but a small boy saying, wow, that cool tattooed man was so cool and tattooed. Wow. 
Papa Mike, can I be like him when I grow up? Like a maudlin stick figure? Yes. Yes. Let me ask you this, Mike. If Charles ran into a burning house where you forgot Noam like an idiot, (laughs) would that make him sort of Noam's new dad? Uh, I think that's how the math works. That's the math of it. Yeah. Oh, I like your brother more now. I didn't know he was into math. He's a mathsman, a numbers fellow. Mike, tell him some of your favorite numbers. I, I, I like six. It's um, a good one. Six is a certain charm to me. Yeah, uh, it's the first perfect number. Right. That's true. Continue. Um, I'm a fan of the Fibonacci sequence. Oh, me too. My God. Should we talk about the, the dick now? Oh, yeah. Yes. So in past podcasts, We should talk about Charles why I'm said... white-knuckling my penis and have been for the past 40 minutes. You still well, have... I'm glad you haven't let go. That's quite a grip he has. The Landy script, they call it. <laughs> um, so in past podcasts, we have to address this. It's the elephant in the room. And uh, yeah, I mean, Charles said something controversial in a podcast past that he wouldn't suck Mike's dick. I think that it was brave. Yeah. Wait, what was brave? Your dick? No, your admission. Oh, thank you. Your admission that you would not accept my emission. Ooh. That's pretty good, Mike. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, so let's, let's just open up a space for this dialogue. I will facilitate it as not having a dick in this fight. Can I call you Jerry Springer? Uh, sure. Joshy Springer. I'm Joshy Springer. Welcome to the Joshy Springer Show. Charles says he won't suck Mike's dick. Well, we've got a surprise for him. Mike's here. Mike, come on out. Oh. I, I, I think hey. I'm one of the ones who gets cheered. Dick. Okay. Yay, his dick is here. I'd suck his dick. Me too. It's great. This is a cool audience. <laughs> yeah, they're very receptive. We've really taken a so, left off of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here, guys. This is what you're here for, Papa. You're now, Mike, here let to... me put on my Joshy Springer ill-fitting suit and ask you this. How did it feel when you heard that Charles didn't want to perform fellatio on you? Um, elated um, and rather flattered, but um, I don't know if I would travel to Massachusetts for it. Wait, no. He said he didn't want to suck your dick. No, no, no. You misheard the question. Oh, what are you hearing oh, 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 right now, what Mike? he didn't. Okay, well, uh, relieved. Wait, relieved are you still... Re- what, I would, uh, what I felt, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Are, you rec- are you recording? I am recording, yeah. Great. Okay, good. We're going to check in every... I'm just going to check in every 10, 15 minutes. If we do the dick bit again, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm lit- Seriously, I have the thing like open in front of me because I'm so paranoid about it now. Good. So you have one hand, Landy's gripping your dick. The other one... Gripping open your what your recorder? What are you recording it to? Um, it's like a little wave file. A little wave file. You know, it's like th- a little bird. There aren't little wave files. There are just little podcast guests. So can you ask him the question again? Because I don't think he understood it. Mike Charles said he didn't want to suck. Oh, I, and I answered relieved. Yeah, relieved. Okay. So wait, what was this beef? That? I heard that you, you you're mad at me. Wait, sorry. Should I be direct? Oh, I don't. I've never seen Jerry Springer or Joshy Springer. Should I be talking to? Papa Mike? Uh, um, I'll, I'll take the reins here again. Mike, Charles is filled with confusion right now. Yeah. He's hearing anger from you. He feels like you're mad at him. Do you have something to say to Charles? Uh, do I have anything to say to Charles? Charles, yes, Charles. No, I'm comfortable with his mental state. I don't understand what's going on. You said you promised me that you'd bring on a guest and it would be funny and it would be good. No, I'm talking to Josh. Yeah, I know. Oh, Wait, no, so you said so you said that he had like this beef with me and they were gonna have this. He's funny, beefing, he's mad, he's gonna have this like shit. huge like you 15 said minute. that you liked Sam more than him. Mike, is there pain in you? There, Point to the pain. You know, there is pain because Charles, you you, you maligned my character and you maligned my industry. Calm and up. I maligned your dick. 
Come on, piece of shit. Come on, piece of shit. Come on, piece of shit. Wait, who are you talking to? Come on, piece of shit. <laughs> this one's kind of Come on, piece of shit. <laughs> Come on, piece of shit. Just do it. All right. Just do, someone do it. <laughs> so, uh, Kenshin and uh, Mitsu. <laughs> what do we think of their relationship? I mean, is this potentially similar to our relationship? Yeah, fraught. I would say fraught. I think uh, frothy, frothy, and fraught. I think Charles, if I were to dip you at the end of our own film, I would want the lights to change into like perfect mood lighting. I loved that. I loved that touch. I really did. And the fact that this movie wordlessly shows him looking at the poster, "Hey, Godard and Breathless, fuck off." This is a much better looking at a poster movie. Bogey, mm. now nah, fuck that. He looks at the thing, the Art Deco poster, and then he dips her at the end and kisses her. That shit fucks. We were still mid uh, synth music at that moment, I think. Yeah, we could, so again, in our aborted podcast, we got into this a little bit. The music in this was exceptional. All of the heavy Twin Peaks vibes we got in the castle, uh, I was delighted by that. Charles, you look unfulfilled. Are you still mad about the dick thing or the beef thing? Yeah, I don't even get it. What? I don't get what's happening. We sort of just blew by it, I think. We just blew by it? I think we were getting into the movie again. Why? Well, it's, you know, there's turtles, they travel in time, they fight samurai. Yeah. And British guys with guns. Okay. They wet Willie Niles. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and then Mike sort of said that he felt maligned by you. Yeah. Yeah. But now he doesn't seem to care. Mike, I think Charles feels like this inability to rise to the occasion and deliver the beef that he so desperately needs feels like a rejection. Maybe. Well, I mean, inability to rise, a man of his age, it's fairly common. I mean, we've all seen Terminator 4. Yeah, we've all seen those ads that play before stuff on Pornhub, Blue Chew. Oh, wait, we haven't released Terminator. No, we will. Oh, fuck, I'm so dumb. You have released yeah. it. Yeah. I'm so fucking dumb. No, well, no Terminator 4, a movie where famously a man must be a robot because he's wait, not did that come out by boobs. I mean, obviously it's come out now, but is that out now? In the time of recording, it's coming out in two days. Okay. Wow. Mike, you know the show better than I do, which is a real credit to you. I love your yeah. show. I really do love your show. I listen to every episode. Wow. Okay, list the reasons why. <laughs> no, please don't. I like it a mystery. He's now waiting, Mike. He's waiting. He said that that was the safe face. He's waiting. No, I was, I was waiting. What are you waiting for? For well, you to list the reasons why you love the show. Why I love the show? I love the show because... This is going to be good. <laughs> uh, you have genuine suspension of your... Uh, disbelief of what these movies would be like in not a vacuum. You look at the movies like they're from the vacuum, like they were, they're within a vacuum. Have you uh, have you left a iTunes review? Um, I listened to it on. Uh, Hold, oh, sorry, Mike. Was Charles's question where you listen to the podcast? Just out of interest. I, I don't. Maybe I heard like a different question. I mean, maybe I asked the wrong question. No, no. I think what you asked was, did you leave a fucking iTunes review, Mike? Oh, Does excuse that not... me. And <laughs> the answer is no. I think Charles I asked it pretty clearly. I have not done an iTunes review. <laughs> oh, so so you're you're all talk is what I'm hearing. It's all words to you. I, I would I would challenge you to find a more devoted listener. I mean, that may be true, but I heard this little saying once. <laughs> it's not I, Mike, I, I don't think you heard a saying. He had no saying. <laughs> I have a saying. Okay, what is the saying? <laughs> it's, it's good. If if you're gonna talk the talk, you better walk the walk. That was a saying. Yeah, it was a saying. That's hard to argue with that. It was certainly a saying. Mike, uh, you're a devoted listener, and uh, we love having you on the show. Let me ask you this: 
having seen this movie, it, this is the third in the franchise. What does this does this awaken any memory of anything else in the series for you? Is this like a, effectively a standalone, or just have its own associations for the first and second film? Uh, well, okay. So the appearance of Casey is absolutely a callback to the first movie, and that was a real shot in the arm of like nostalgia. Um, he's great. Um, he is the responsible one taking care of the dudes in New York. Does a pretty good job. Um, I think that. I don't remember this as being in sequence from the second one. I remember you and me watching the first one and watching this one. I think we watched the second one like twice. Um, And uh, I think for a lot of reasons, not least of which the ones you guys uh, talked about in the last podcast and a little bit on here, um, we loved this one way more. And I don't remember us really wanting to go back to the second one like this. Um, So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a silly movie. Um, but it has some surprisingly interesting emotional beats and, uh, and the Edo Japan period is just absolutely what kids. We get it, Mike. You love the Edo Japan period. Edo Shut Japan, the fuck dude. up. Edo Holy Japan is the shit. 1603 is the beginning of the Edo period. Hey, what I told you, Charles, we bring on Mike. He'll eat up the clock. He's going to eat up the, up the clock. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, I think you're right, Mike. Uh, we did not like the second movie. It's fine. But yeah, I mean, this really feels like the spiritual successor to the first movie's glory. And again, I said at the top of the episode, I truly think this is the best of the three. Charles, what are your thoughts? Wow. Joshy Springer, thanks for facilitating this discussion of Teenage Mutant Three, the Scrolls of Death time. Scrolls of Death. I don't know where my MKV said the Scrolls of Death. The file Charles bootlegged from Poland or whatever has a subtitle of this movie I'd never heard of before. I'm going to go to IMDb to see if there's a, a second title. To search for Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. I said it pretty well that time. It's really hard for me to say that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. And just put in like Death Scroll or Scroll. Or I could ask Siri again. No, he stopped talking. I don't talk to Siri anymore. The Sacred Scroll of Death. Hell Yeah. What scroll? I guess the oh, scroll with the writing? pictures of the turtles on it. I guess. I mean, but that, why is that a scroll of death? Uh, duh, because everyone's dying on the poster scroll. The, uh, I think Donatello has an arrow sticking out of him. Oh, that's true. Donatello looks badass. Those. He's. I thought he was catching the arrow. So, have we? I can't remember. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But what? Wait, sorry. What? What'd you ask me? I asked you where you think this falls in the in the in the series to date. I think this remember is my remember in Primer when the ear starts bleeding. That's where you're at now. I'm feeling like my ear is bleeding. Yeah, because I can't quite keep track of if I'm the guy like with the microphone in his ear saying things to stay in the time zone to make sure that everyone else stays in their timeline, or if I'm the guy in the box in the box traveling to the first timeline to capture himself and throw him in the attic to then go to a party a lot. What if, what if the Ninja Turtles showed up in primer? Oh shit. That'd be so tight. That'd be fucking perfect. Michelangelo at that party of a blast. Wow. They would love that party where the shotgun guy shows up. Yeah. They just go, Whoa, dude, they got chips and salsa, bro. I ordered pizza, not a shotgun, dude. Cowabunga. Yeah. Yeah. Let me read a user review from IMDb. This is by geeky. Randy. Geeky Randy? Geeky Randy. And Mike, if this upsets you, it should. Um, four stars. Geeky Randy. I don't mean to have a cow, dude, but this is totally the worst of the series. Geeky Randy. The story of the turtles gets even more far-fetched in this inferior installment. 
more far-fetched, they're mutant ninjas and they're turtles. <laughs> but for geeky Randy, time travel is a step too far. He's probably familiar. He wants that Nolan Veritas. Was it four out of five stars or four out of ten, Josh? Out of ten. Ten, Papa. He's sad that the foot clans on in this one, and I'm like, man, give the foot a break. Now that we know they're just beating the shit out of sad teenagers, it's not that cool. Like what? we've established that the foot clan are sad teenagers. Yeah, I don't know what this guy's looking for if he's <laughs> if he's made it to the third movie and he's like, I just don't believe any of this. However, let me say this. Um I do agree with Geeky Randy on this number. Couldn't they have found a way to throw Chief Stern in for some extra comic relief and continuity? Ooh. The, the, the police chief from the first two films. Oh, that would have been nice. He's great. That would have been nice. What am I doing in Japan? <laughs> I think he's more likely to have the interaction with the four guys who are like, it's their first time at a dance club. <laughs> it's like, do I need to take these guys out? Something like that. So this is not the first club we've been to in the series, Charles. What did you think about the newest? Uh, I like Casey's like shitty dive bar club where they're just like clearly wasted, like slouching on the dance floor to some sick synth pop. Yeah, it reminded me of a bar that we've been to in like five in the afternoon in Pittsfield. Yeah, exactly. Like sparsely collected with a few local drunks while these Japanese tourists are just like dancing in their weird pants that they had to wear. Whose pants were those? All Mikey's? Uh, I really couldn't tell. It looked like Casey shared his wardrobe with him a little bit. Oh, God, I wish I could wear Casey's Casey's clothes. so cool. I wish she was my older brother and not Mike. Yo, something that uh, we haven't talked about, by the way, the gifts that April brings to the Turtles. Uh, I think that she, like, Michelangelo is her, like, uh, her, like, airport gift guy. <laughs> she got him a lampshade. He's easily impressed. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, I don't even, I feel like Casey... Papa Mike said earlier that it was like a shot of nostalgia or something. I feel like it was more than that. And maybe it's because I've seen the movies like back to back and I know them a little more like they're more fresh. So it's not really nostalgia that I'm feeling. But like for me, when a series can connect, like it's like it was an apology. It felt so sincere to be like, we fucked up. We made a really bad movie. Here's something. Here's a here's a nice gift to you. And even though Casey doesn't do very much, it was like, it was a beautiful, like his story arc was small, but it like really was successful. Well, it's like when you have a friend where you're like, well, if someone, if this guy's here, nothing that bad can happen. So I think with Casey being in the movie, it sets the bar at like a very comfortable level where it's like, well, can't sink too far below this. At least Elias Codius is in this. Now in the other timeline, we address the fact that there were two Elias Codiuses in this multi-timeline film. So to ask Charles and Mike in this timeline, as opposed to the previous timeline, which we crudely aborted, thanks to Mike's incompetence, what were your thoughts on the double casting of Elias Codius? Was it brilliant or was it dang crazy? I found it outright puzzling. Uh, I, I, I admitted this before on the podcast that I did not recognize Elias Codius in the 1603 Japan period, as you know, the Edo period. And... Uh, when when she asked if that was Casey or not, I was genuinely puzzled because he didn't look like, he didn't look the same. He must have had a wig on. Mike, they're the same fucking guy. Okay, so here's one similarity between your brother and my brother. My brother swears people look alike based on haircut alone. So like, what does that mean? I'm just saying, like, he sees that. someone and he has the same haircut as someone else, even if they look totally different. He's like, wow, those guys look they look pretty similar. They like they could be brothers. And similarly, if you cut the hair off of the same actor, they're thrown for a loop. And apply it to his face. Apply he looks it. even more like Christopher Maloney with the beard. 
what I said in my other timeline, the better timeline, the timeline that I miss every day since it happened. I, I miss it too. It had less scorn for me. Yeah. I mean, it had oh, a yeah, little Mike. bit of scorn, but anyway, uh, I thought it was really great. It made my mind go to a place of imagination and wonderment. Well, you had this other this wonderful proposition. Maybe the Casey's switch time frames. Right. I was hoping that by the end of the film, because uh, in the beginning, the Casey's sort of, he's a bruiser. He puts on hockey clothes and he beats people up for fun. That to me, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, never mind. You can't. Uh, sorry, Papa. I take it back. Edo, Japan seems like a place where a man should go around beating people up with a hockey stick. Whereas at the time in the story where we met the new Casey, he seemed gentle. He seemed kind. He seemed like a man in a cage, my favorite kind of man. And I was like, maybe they could swap places and everything would be right. Sort of like the way they talked about how the timeline can't be disrupted. We can't, because when Mikey wants to stay behind, the, basically the reason why he's told that he should go back is like he doesn't actually want to fuck with the one guy from the past who has to, get, he has to stay behind in the future. He doesn't want to fuck that up. But I was thinking, wow, this could be a beautiful way to co-mingle the timelines and actually write, put them both in a place where they would feel at home. And they give other Casey a, a bit of a time, like an arc to himself or like he is a scumbum. He is a piece of shit, but like he redeems himself at the end by killing Walker, which is kind of baller. Well, there's also, I mean, the aspect of it, of his relationship to April from the first movie. And I, I was kind of eyeing this, uh, once I figured out that it was Elias Cozy has played both characters, I was like, okay, well let's look at this from the perspective of their relationship uh, in the context of that first movie, April says, I think three lines in the whole movie to the guy wit, the guy who's like, you know, 1603 Elias Codias. She says a lot. She says Casey in the beginning. Then she says that bit where he's kind of pestering her to go to the future. And she says, I don't really want to have this conversation. And then at the end, she's like, you're a traitor, a scumbag. You make scum look bad or something. Those are her three lines to Casey. Like old time Casey in that movie, and I I thought that was kind of like puzzling. Like, did they cut out a lot of pieces where she's trying to puzzle out if this is the guy who she knows? I don't know. I, I don't know if that's something you guys picked up on at all. You know, it's, it, you know what it says to me. What? In, in the in the timeline we didn't see, her and Casey had a child and lost it. Oh no! And now she's faced with the specter of the Casey that hasn't been yet, the Casey that could be again. And all she sees is that baby they lost. Yeah. It's like a rival. It's just like a rival. Yeah, she's Amy just Adams. like a rival. He's Jeremy Renner. Yeah, because the uh, arrival's about the same thing, where she meets her future husband in the past and knows they're going to have a kid that dies, but she decides to fuck him anyway. Yeah, I think like five minutes into arrival, my friend was like, if she hooks up with Jeremy Renner, I'm going to fucking shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Who cleaned it up? Yeah. Um, oh, wait, one thing from our previous timeline I do want to talk about is the shit. Please. The shit jokes. Yeah, yeah, right. So they, they pull a full Star Wars. They dump right into a sewage main. It's kind of sick, which they later then crawl back through knowing that the large jailer just dumped what looks like a, like a bucket of entrails into it while pretending to be cats, <laughs> that rule. which was fucking nuts. Boy, yeah. I hate spinach, which is absolutely just diarrhea spinach at this point. Mm, I yeah. did like that he poured out who the fuck knows what. And, like, some of the bones stayed behind. Oh, we know the that fuck what, answered... Charles. We know the fuck what. What What the fuck was? That was vomit poop. Poopy. It was doo-doo. That was vomit shit with bones? It was bony vomit doo-doo. Wait, question. 
are you shitting slash vomiting bones in addition to your shit and vomit? Or are they dumping shit and vomit onto bones? Well, hold on. In the second movie, there's a strong recycling message. <laughs> Clearly, this is a strong composting message. All right? You've, you found the That's thread right. from the second movie. It's recycling. Organic matter. <laughs> that, yeah, that was the biggest message from the movie was please recycle. Please recycle. Movie three, compost. There was a, there was a recycling movie. Uh, there's a recycling sign in this movie, too. Did you catch it? I did not. <laughs> I caught it. Fuck you. Where was it? It was in their little hideout. That's cool. Oh, hey, how was that? How did you like the development of the hideout? In the last episode, you were like, my God, a childish, a place away from all the world of outsiders. Don't a place of me. wonder where I can live out my orphan fantasy. A brand new world. <laughs> Mike, that's your cue. Papa. A, a, a wondrous place I never knew. Wow. Da, 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 da. Ah, <coughs> ah, a brand new world for me and you. Okay, well, yeah. So Charles, the evolution of the hangout, the new, the abandoned subway station hangout. Did you like it? Loved it. Loved it. I mean, you know me. I hate cobwebs, so that was a nice improvement. Getting rid of those cobwebs, clean those up. How do you do on Halloween? Well, it's my brother's birthday, so it's his day. Capital H, capital D. It's his day. We do whatever he wants. Did you say capital H, capital E? D. Oh, H-D. Like for day. Capital H, his. His, capital D, day. Correct. That's a strange way to... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. His day. It's his day. Yeah. Um, so I sort of resent Halloween. Did he get to take your candy? Uh, Philip, no, he's a pushover. He would never take my candy. But it's like, it always feels like I'm eating his candy. So in a way, he's like, he's a coward and he doesn't really stand up for himself, but he still manages to steal my candy anyway. I'm kind of shocked they haven't done like a Halloween thing yet in these movies. Why would they do a Halloween? You mean like trick or treat and the old lady brings out four apples and like, oh, those are such good costumes, boys. Wow, that was very vivid. That was beautiful. I mean, that's better than I was thinking. And they go, where's the pizza, old lady? Die. (laughs) And they punch her. Exactly. There's the bit where they're like, we can finally walk around in public. And then someone tries to pull their mask off. Oh, that's good. And they go, ow, man, stop pulling on my fucking beak, dude. Yeah, I like in this movie, they get real specific about like some of the terminology for the turtles. Yo, that is a 90s throwback. What's a 90s throwback? I, I think that I was a little worried going to the movie that this was not going to like age well in the like yeah, cowabunga terminology. And it did not. It did not age well. <laughs> I, I think having seen ter- Terminator, I don't know why I keep saying Terminator. You got Terminator brain. I mean, I think it's easier to say the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I'm just going to keep saying Terminator. I'm not going to do that. Don't worry. Please, thank you. You look so scared. I looked, I was I'm not going to do the that. Prospect of that. <laughs> um, I just, whenever I look at Charles, Mike, I just, I'm like, how many listeners are going to hemorrhage today? Um, the banter in TMNT2 is legit trash. Was such trash. Like over and over again, they'd go like, atrocious epicurean and it would be like eclectic yeah Mike, they bullshit. do raphael does the hill of beans monologue from casablanca in two it's they, the crazy the trash the opening when she's dishing out the present she's like where's raf i got him a present and it's like the the hat that he wore in that scene yeah fuck that yeah and he's gone for go. it and he never had to wear it Man, I think I really erased that second movie from my brain. I don't remember anything. It's wild trash. Also, at one point, we didn't talk about this in the last episode because Charles is a complete cultural boor who never watched the 
the wonderful cartoon series, but they mutate animals in the second movie. And I'm like, oh, Bebop Rocksteady. How could it not be Bebop Rocksteady? It's not. Oh, they couldn't get the rights. <laughs> How is that possible? How could they not get the rights? They had the rights. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, maybe uh, Wikipedia will tell us this. Yeah, you look into that, Mike. Real fucking helpful. Josh, do a little uh, research. All right, we'll vamp. Oh, <laughs> uh, you just ticket ticket someone else? Is this Mike's sucks. doing research. He's doing oh, research. Boy. Yeah. Wait, why didn't I get the ticket 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 ticket? I just did it, Mike. Oh, you I just did? did. You want it again? Listen back. Do, do it again, it again for research. us. <laughs> Please do it again. Brilliant. Okay. I feel like a fucking idiot. You get something yet? We're waiting. Apparently, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, who are the co-creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, objected to the use of Bebop and Rocksteady. Hmm. So everything else was kosher, but not them? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, uh... because they probably realized it was such a bad movie. They're like, we, we don't want to fuck these characters up. But they're in the cartoons. It's so weird. Yeah. So, Mike, we're about the same place in the, the other timeline where you ruined the whole thing. How's it going on your end? I mean, I, I, I honestly, I can feel the uh, revulsion from Charles through my phone. Like, I, I, I thought we were on, like, a pretty good foot... You know, forty minutes. Yeah, you're, through that podcast, and it's all gone. We were doing great. Uh, we were just—I don't remember when we were talking about numbers. That was at the beginning of this episode, right? It was. Who knows? Yeah, and I was all ready to to be like, fine, whatever. And then the whole beef thing fell through. It's like I'm in a third dimension now. We're like, you actually are a wizard, and this whole thing about you having beef with me isn't real anymore. And now I'm feeling strange. No, to be honest We've with you, I think that like so what I'm wondering at this juncture, Charles, is what I can do to repair our relationship. I can think of one thing. What's that? You guys gotta suck each other's dicks. <laughs> so, Simon, that's what I was gonna recommend to you. It was all about me sucking your cock. I just felt that was unfair. I'm not ready to do that for you. But so, are you seeking reciprocity? Is that something that would that would bridge this gap for us? Have I told you a little something about fuck while getting fucked? No. Charles, <laughs> think very carefully. What? About the podcast, our personal relationships. No, I mean, I, <laughs> I can draw it out for you. I have done extensive research. You don't need to make the noise because I already did it. There it is. Happened. Who did it? We'll never know. Um, I believe I invented a way for simultaneous dual anal penetration there's no way you invented this right off the bat i mean i can't find anything i I looked for a long time did not find it i mean the physics of the thing do seem challenging charles i mean i'll draw a picture and i'll put it on the facebook page i'm not not saying it couldn't be illustrated i'm saying (laughs) i'm saying it can't be done in real life it seems it seems uh tricky so basically the guy with two dicks on reddit that was the best moment of the internet I don't remember that. This guy has two dicks, and he went on Reddit to explain his life with two dicks and explain a situation where he was like, fucked while getting fucked and sucking while getting... It was truly wild. <laughs> and someone sat down to map out a, a, like a diagram of the situation. It's really about as good as the internet ever got. That was the peak. Cool. Huh. Yeah. Well, I would do that with you. You'd suck both my dicks. Wait, you have... He's the man with two dicks. Mike, you're the double dick Reddit guy? Oh, my God. This is a big family moment. Wow. I see that I inceptioned that knowledge out of you as a, as a youth. My respect for you has doubled. Wow. Josh does have a very specific way he respects men. I was going to say. It's based on dick. It's simple. One respect point <laughs> per penis. <laughs> Most men have one point. Yeah, obviously. Not all men. Wait, does brothers... Yeah. 
No, I was just saying most. Sure. And uh, that's, by the way, it's a very fluid definition here. So there's other ways to get man points and coins. I'm not like an archaic Neanderthal. We've got a book. There's all, you wouldn't <laughs> believe this book we've got. Oh, my God, you're going to love the book. It's huge. Um, but anyway, yes, uh, To you keep mentioning words like recipopity. You keep mentioning words like, I don't remember. What else Wait, Mike, what was the name of the bad guy in Tintin? Because what, Rostopopolis or whatever? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Yeah, Rostopopolis or something. The guy with the nose, right? The big nose. Yeah, the guy that looks like the monkey. It looked like uh, a residual of uh, the Swiss Hergé's caricature of a Jewish fellow, which I think in retrospect yeah. really kind of colors my experience with the Tintin books. Oh, here's the guy who collaborated with the Nazis and was banned from publishing for years after World War II. Just saying. I don't think it was a Nazi, but it didn't look good. But yeah, if we want to fuck while getting fucked, that would be fine. The beef would be over. Okay. Do you think there's like a maybe an easier... Nope. I'm just, you know, I am, I'm pretty far away from you is all I'm saying. Yep. I know. Mike, the size of this device would astonish you. Okay. Not to be a killjoy. Let's get back to the movie for like a minute. Uh, okay. I thought that me and we Charles were really about... breaking through there, Josh. Yeah, Look, me I, too. I don't want to stand in the way of the <laughs> fucking... So here's what thing. happens. Oh my God, Charles, please. One man is on his back on the oh, floor. Jesus. On the floor. This is a, a bad move. Sort of like a, a yoga pose where you're, what is it? Boat, not boat. Shavasana. It's like boat, but you're on your back. It's boat, not boat. It's boat, not boat. Uh, where you are, like have your ass up in the air, your erect penis. I'm checking Twitter right now, just so everyone knows. Okay, I'll let you know when it's over. You point your, it's, this is the hard part. Not everyone wants to do this, but you just you know, I know. manhandle it. I think I also want to go dick. back to the movie right now. <laughs> and you point your erect penis straight up into the air. Towards God himself. He has this look in his eye that I don't like. You can't interrupt me now. I just did. Another man hovers in, a, in another yoga pose, chair pose, and he points his erect penis straight down. You line up butthole. Mike, the Pelicans beat the Knicks by one point tonight. And then you just squat up and down. That is fucked while getting fucked. Are you, uh, are you in the Shavasana or are you in the chair pose? It doesn't matter. I mean, do you have strong quads? Um, Based on Josh, I would say the answer is probably no. What do you mean? The Landys have strong quads. Uh, I have strong I, quads. Yeah, I, think, I think that's really the only part of our body that has any real genuine strength yeah. to it. You have strong quads? I do squats, man. I go to the gym. Stand up. I'm not... I, I, what, oh, wow. Oh, you should have seen that, Papa Mike. He just yeah, stood I right stood up. up. Mike has seen me stand up, Charles, you fucking lunatic. He just stood right up with those strong quads. Okay, so if you, got, if you have faith... As opposed to what? Can you not stand up? I mean, some people have to use their arms. Just oh well. I mean, I'm in I'm in the prime of my youth. Yeah, probably look, not actually. Look great. That, that's Sound that great. sun is setting. I really wonder what like a newcomer to this podcast would think if they like started with this one. I would say if you never heard the podcast, tuning 45 minutes into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three episode is the best way to get going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's getting to that point in the podcast where. Is that right? Where we asked Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great. Ask the question. Thanks, man. Let's start with our guest this time. We haven't asked the question. Okay, so you want me to start with our guest? You're you're taking the ball on this, and I love it. You're showing initiative. Should I use a... You're Yoshi, and I'm Raphael. For some reason, I have this inclination. Charles, when I go off to fight tomorrow, you go up into the mountains with your friends, and you play. You have fun. Did you cry during that scene? I was sopping in control, but you know that. Yeah. It was a beautiful scene. I think that's what really brought this back to the height of the first one. Um... We don't. We won't rank him until the end. But for the America, pathos was then this. The for sure, the pathos returned. The pathos returned. 
Um, and I thought it was, I still think the first one's better. Did you ever uh, listen read that children's book about the really emotional cowboy? Uh, no. Uh, uh, Pathos Bill? No. <laughs> I'm giving you major applause for that, Josh. Thank you, Mike. That was sorted for you. That was yeah, I could tell. You, you stopped talking. It was a, a pun. It was a good pun. It's a clever pun. Thank you, Michael. Yes, Charles, you were you were rambling on, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're biting your lip. You look mad. Yeah. Mike, are you asking when will it end? Would you see a fourth Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie on the heels of the third one? Well, um, I think that there was some reference to a potential sequel in this, and I think that I am not saying when will it end. I think that... I want to see where that scroll came from of the turtles who are taking arrows and throwing them right back and generally causing havoc. I want to see that. They look super badass. And the whole premise that there's this like larger mythos behind them. Because in the second movie, one of the big struggles is that they find out the very literal scientific reason for their birth. And Donatello is mostly Donatello is struck with the idea that they're not special. And then this movie completely re-energizes that whole idea. Maybe there is this like mythical background to them. Mm. And I was totally on board. I'm with you, Mike. I'm also not saying when will it end yet. I loved this movie. It was stylistically bold. I like the change in pace, bringing us into like a whole other color palette the, the way that the cinematography changed between new york and japan was beautifully done i was all over this movie the action was sick after a terrible action in the second movie um yeah the complex weird storyline of betrayal and red herrings this kind of had it all for me charles i turn to you are you, you now asking at this point when will it end well we've been here before we've been the ups and downs we've gotten to number three sometimes when you get back, it feels good, but you don't really want more because you're afraid. You're fearful that they're going to fuck it up again. So you're like, well, then we got back to where I like it. That's fine. I'm going to stay right here, suck my thumb, and just live in this life for the rest of my life. Um, but I will say this. This movie was great. This movie rolled. This movie... Just it brought me back to these characters that were so emotional. All the like the characters had a little arcs again. They looked great. Those curl turtle costumes. They were leaner and more like flexible in this one. It, it, I don't know the fact that their personalities were so well acted out this time. That two I think had very little of. So I was I was pretty impressed. Yeah, I feel like the second one like destroyed all the turtles and they like Raphael wasn't even like broody or mad or anything. He just was like a normal teenage turtle. So this brought this like reset the world much like we reset our world 40 minutes ago. And it like, I feel like that turtle verse feels much more real than the universe that I'm currently in. Yeah. This is hell. Like this makes no sense to me. I am lost. I'm confused. I am a turtle out of time. Wow. T O T T O T. Do you think they could, do you think someone could pull like a, like the Logan equivalent for like, if like Logan to X-Men for as like a, like a prequel for like hundreds of years ago in Japan prior to this movie, the like a much darker side of a bunch of like demon Ninja Turtles, like chopping up ancient Japan. Like I would watch the shit out of that. I would fucking love that, Mike. I'm completely on board. So here's, here's why I'm not, where I'm not on board. I'm going to, I'm going to, question for you. Should I say whether I am, when will it ending it or not? Like, should I let the listener 
have attention while I'm talking or should I let them off the hook and know where I'm at before I keep talking? I don't know what you're about to say. So I don't know if these stakes are here. I would say, please answer the question as posed, but you know, I trust your judgment. I suppose you're my dear friend, my podcast co-host and you know, Papa Mike, what do you think? Um, I say go for it, Charles. Don't know what that means. So I'm going to just go for it. And That's brave of you. Yeah, thank you. I was. Yeah. To- I, I had a little voice that told Mike, me. Mike, you did a bad job with that. Like you a really, little bird. You really fumbled that one. He gave you a layup, Mike, and layup. you fumbled it. That's all right. You That's fumbled right. the layup, Mike. So I'm going to just go for it. Okay, that's brave of you. God, I don't even know what that means, but I'm just going to go for it. Um, I'm going to leave a little tension. I'm not going to answer the question yet because I disagree with both of you. Bum, bum, bum. I have no goddamn interest in that stupid death scroll. I don't give a shit. To me, that was beautiful. I really liked that it was just like this sort of weird thing that was unexplained. The turtles maybe per, like took it into their persona, but I have no interest in like a three three centuries before this sequel or prequel, however you want to call it. I still think it would be a sequel. Anyway, that's just quibbling. What I miss about three, that's why I think one's better than three, is that New York City. I want some of that grit. I want some of that fucking trash bag sitting in the sun. I want I want New York cops. I want corrupt mayors. I want April O'Neil to be doing news again. I want to talk like a New Yorker. Do I sound like a New Yorker? I mean, you sound like your idea of a New Yorker, which is delightful. <laughs> so anyway, I want to be back in New York, baby. I want to be back. I want more fucking hideouts. I want more kids on skateboards. I want Shredder. I want like I I want to return to Shredder because I feel like Shredder got his balls busted by two. I want the turtles as I grew to love them, and I want like a a love letter back to New York City. Foes in an underground skate park. Yes, New Winter. We haven't had a Winter Turtles movie. Winter New York. Imagine it. You Winter in Manhattan is pretty bleak. <laughs> right. So I, I agree we could still make a bleak Turtles movie, but get get away from... What was what's the era three centuries before Edo Japan, Papa? I'm good at Edo Japan. I'm not good at... <laughs> <laughs> just good at Edo. All right. Well, anyway, three centuries before... We don't even care. Mike doesn't care. Josh barely cares. Do you care? He's counting. Josh is counting. I'm trying to think of an Edo pun. It's hard to do when you're talking at me. It's not. I already did it last version of this I had a podcast. good one last time. You did. I did. Fuck. I remember it as me being the one who was funny. Yeah, you always do. That's my memory of it. But then you tell me I'm funny to make me feel good. Charles, you're very funny. <laughs> Charles, you, you, um, you do have the funniest moment in the history of this podcast, actually. Wow, let's hear it. It's the moment where Josh references the movie Shoah, and you're like, it's, is it the one about the dog? <laughs> Josh yeah. says, without skipping a beat, it's the eight-hour documentary about the Holocaust, and there's like a momentary pause, and you say, I'm sorry, I thought it was about a dog. <laughs> I did find the uh, Shoah Memorial in Boston, and I took a selfie in front of it and sent it to Josh. Was that out of line? I mean, I, I, I guess uh, it's not behavior I would model to the world at large, Charles, but in your own misguided manner, I understood it to be a gesture of, uh, uh, I don't know. Reciprocity? Rastapopolis. Rastapopolis. It was your Rastapopolis moment. I I'd never it. taken a selfie before. And you saved it for a Holocaust memorial. Well, this is, Jeez, this is getting worse. To you? Uh, this is getting worse. Reciprocity. 
Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Uh, before I get canceled again, I would just like to go out and I say I didn't actually do that. That was a bit, but didn't happen. Is this timeline collapsing? Mike, are we in your phone? Yeah, you're Is in this episode phone. happening? Whoa. In- Mike's a witch. He's frozen this into a little oh, tiny version. Because remember, April said four cool guys in a Walkman were you know two what that is? cool guys in a cell phone. And we're so cool, we count for four cool guys. I mean, I, I was just going to take the two and be happy with that, but... Never be happy with two. Always go for three. Four. Well, we're about to go for four. Yes. My Great one, segue. That's, <laughs> that's the kind of spirit that I love. Wow. What happened to you? Is there Okay, is there a fourth? Well, I guess there was... Uh, oh, yeah, look at that. It came out in 2007. I think Mike, I saw that on a that's plane. correct. It's a canonically sound fourth installment, brilliantly titled... Tempt. <laughs> Easier to pronounce, I would I would Tempt. <laughs> Tempt. 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 What's wrong with Tempt? There's a club in Holland called Tempt that I... <laughs> yeah. Tempt. Wait, question, question. Wasn't there an off-brand... Ninja Turtles movie that we saw Josh as kids with them in like bright green turtle costumes. Do you remember this, Mike? I don't. I don't remember this, but I'll spend the rest of my life trying to find that. Yes, I'm gonna. Okay, this will be. <laughs> I need to know what happened with that, Mike. That's too good. They. they All right. Well, like teleporting into the... space or something. I have weird memories of there being a weird cosmic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where there's lots of like nether world portals and shit. So. Did you guys used to act out as turtles? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 For sure. Josh was Raphael. Would you guys... I was Michelangelo. Yeah. Uh, did you dress up or did you just pretend that you were turtles? Mm, Josh, didn't you have I some like was... toy sigh? The like the the I definitely had a toy sigh. It was beloved to me. <laughs> that sounds so right. Um, so I was looking up ripoffs of Ninja Turtles because of what Mike said. Mike, remember the biker mice from Mars? Yeah. That shit was wild. Can you tell us about it? Because I and most of the listeners probably have no idea what you're the talking about. The show featured three mice, Throttle, Moto, and Vinny, and their arsenal of weapons, including various lasers and flares. Oh, it's a ripoff of TM. It's the same premise of like, you know, violent, emotionally stunted young men as anthropomorphic animals fighting. Hmm. Redwall. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Redwall fucks. Redwall fucks. Redwall. Uh... What's your favorite Redwall? I think Red, uh, Mike, I would suck Redwall's dick before I sucked yours. Pearls of Luna. That's completely understandable. Brian Jakes is a badass. Yeah, I met him. Pearls of Lutra. Did you really meet Fuck. him? Yeah. Yo, that's so cool. He came to Portland when I was a boy. Yeah. It was fun. Better than J.K. Rowling, I imagine. Whoa. I can just imagine Harry Potter now in his little staircase bedroom getting eaten by Redwall mice. Wow. Wow. Did you Do you guys know that in Tumt, the 2007 film... Casey Jones, do you know who he's played by? Please delight me and tell me right now. It's Chris Evans. What? Josh must be delighted. I am delighted. <laughs> We're talking about boner smooching? I'd smooch his boner. Chris Evans? Yeah, he's a handsome man. Huh. How about that? How about that? Chris Evans. How about Crazy. that? Man, he'd be a great Casey. I'm so excited. Who's Chris Evans? Are you fucking joking, man? I don't know. I could lose track of the uh, Chris's. America's ass. Charles, do you even watch movies? No. I'll give you a hint. Yeah. He's a captain of America. Oh, God. Are you, I rewatched Captain America First Soldier. The CGI that they did to put his 
giant head on that tiny boy's body is it's fucked up <laughs> it's fucked up it really sucks that movie sucks real hard i don't i would not kiss chris evans penis well that makes one of us so in closing teenage mutant Generals three it stands the test of time the oh wait did i ever the answer the question skull, Oh, yeah. The tension was so brilliantly brewed. I'm sure we're all... The tension. Fuck is... me, man. Yeah, what is it? I'm not ready for the end. You want more? I want more. He's back on board. I need Turtle. more. Turtles. 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 Hey, t- <laughs> I'm going to parif- I'm going mad. He is, Mike. It looks fucked up. I'm going to paraphrase uh, my dear friend, Michelangelo, and say, I love watching... The turtles. At the end of your okay. sentence? Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Mike. <laughs>